0: We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 19th, 2013, and moving right along, uh, this report, demonic cannibalism, savage, online, video, fuels series descent into madness. Muslim rebels shout Allah Akbar, cutting out organs and eating the hearts of Assad's troops. Warning graphic video. I don't watch videos like this, I don't advise you do, as well, um... I don't want to see this, you know. The Bible says I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. This is, this is like, you know. There's so many of these videos up there where, you know, like they're beheading people and, you know, and this particular thing cutting out their hearts and eating and All in the name of Allah, because he's a loving moon god. And the video starts out like so many of the dozens coming out of the war in Syria every day, with the camera hovering over the body of a dead Syrian soldier. But the next frame makes it clear why this video, smuggled out of the city of Palms into lebanon with a rebel fighter and then obtained by time magazine in april is particularly shocking in the video a man who is believed to be a rebel commander named khalid al ahmad bends over the government soldier knife in hand he has sliced through the soldier's fatigues and is working the knife through the pale skin of the soldier's torso he has already cut out the man's heart the man then cuts another organ free and stands to face the camera Holding an organ in each hand, he says, quote, I swear we will eat your hearts and livers, you dogs of Bashar. End of quote. So he's a fun guy, you know, just kind of really enthusiastic, wanting to get his opinion out there. And he says, referring to the supporters of the uh, Syrian president Bashar Assad. Uh, Now these are the same guys raping, as I said in my last report, they're the same one where they can go and they can rape the Syrian girls, you know, starting at age 14, and up, I would imagine there's probably no holds bar on that. They're probably going down to 9, 10, 11, who knows. And um, all in the name of Allah, as long as they have a little temporary marriage, so that everybody can have, quote, have their turn at these little girls, you know, to satisfy the needs of these wonderful Islamic freedom fighters. We cannot call them jihadists. We have to call them freedom fighters to be politically correct in America now. And this guy, you know, he's just really kind of uh expressing his patriotism by cutting out the guy's heart and liver and saying, We're gonna eat your hearts and livers and dogs of Bashar. And um uh off camera a small crowd can be heard screaming Allah Akbar, which means God is great, but what that means Allah is great, um, which uh Um, means the moon god, fallen angel, moon god, Allah is great. God is great. And then the man raises one of the bloodied organs to his lips and starts to tear off a chunk with his teeth. So he actually eats the organs on camera. You know, nice touch, uh, fun guy. And um, two-time reporters first saw the video in April. In the presence of several of the Abu Sakkari's fighters and supporters, including his brother, they all said the video was authentic. So it's not like they're trying to to deny this happened. Okay, this is the type of barbaric, demon-possessed maniacs we're dealing with here. And these are the same people that are coming into America and elsewhere and infiltrating governments... On every single level, and America and the Illuminati is letting it all happen, and it's all by design. They want this to happen, because they want evil, in any form, to totally take over the world. And Islam is the most overtly evil religion, overtly, I mean, from a mass scale, in your face, that I can identify right now. Okay? I don't see... Catholics doing this or Mormons doing this. Or I'm not saying they don't do a lot of garbage behind closed doors as far as satanic sacrifices at the highest level when you talk about high-level occultists that are at the head of these devil cults. And I'm talking about just from a wholesale, in-your-face, day-in, day-out basis. I don't know anybody worse than Islam. And they, and the gays in particular, and the homosexual, bisexual, transgender, whatever crowd, lesbian crowd, are being given more protection, more freedoms, and more protection in in our governmental systems, and more, they're being helped to propagate their lies, also throw Planned Parenthood in there too, than any other uh, facets of our society, really, at this point. And you could say, oh, you you don't have any proof of that. Oh, I don't? Well, that's what we're going to be getting into a little bit uh, further into the study, the infiltration from just America alone. You know, I mean this is this is how much more evil or in your face could you possibly be? And yet the mass media turns a blind eye to all this stuff and actually promotes them and protects them. This is purely these people are all at that level, they are all collectively demon possessed to the toenails. Okay? Possessed. You gotta be possessed to do this garbage. This isn't normal behavior. Next report. Jihadists call for murder of U.S. pastor, critics of radical Islam, and the U.S. heads of state. On the latest edition of Inspire, I, I, love, I love the name, Inspire, Al-Qaeda's English language magazine. Al-Qaeda, the, you know, the whole uh, CIA-sponsored um, Islamic jihadist organization. Uh, a feature post on page 10 reads, Wanted Dead or Alive? Critics of Radical Islam are listed. Among them is Florida Pastor Terry Jones, who gained recognition for burning Qurans in an Obama effigy. So, here we are, actually, if you want to see a picture of this from the magazine, i got it right in my study here. And it says, Wanted Dead or Alive, dead or alive for Crimes Against Islam. And it has the pictures of nine guys, um, and two other people they don't have pictured, and um, it says and it has a picture of, of Terry Jones, the pastor that burned the Kor'ans in Florida, and it has a picture of him, and um, there's a smoking gun next to his head, and then on the other side of his head, it looks like, it looks like the bullet has went through his head, and there's stuff blasting out the side, like he's, like he's had his brains blown out essentially right on the the thing there and it says yes we can like obama's obama's uh, Logan, uh, logo or slogan yes we can blow terry jones's brains out is what they're saying and then it says a bullet a day keeps the infidel away i'm not making this stuff up <laughs> it says defend prophet muhammad peace be upon him all oh, peace this is so peaceful I love it how it's okay to portray someone having their brains blown out, and then but it's all for Muhammad, so peace be upon you. The list of wanted dead a lot, dead or alive, are Carsten Lusty, a Danish journalist; Terry Jones, president of Stand Up America, now the guy that burned the Qur'an's, Kurt Westergaard, Danish cartoonist. Uh, you know, he wrote some little thing, like some little cartoon about Muhammad. Oh, that—that's I mean. You, you're just going to have the wrath of all of Islam weighing down on you. You better just go underground because when we find you we are going to torture you and kill you you blasphemous infidel. as Islam would state to this Danish cartoonist, okay? But it's okay for them to do all the garbage they do. That some of it I just cited, you know, gang raping women, you know, in mass and you know, killing people, ripping their organs out and eating them. That, that's all fine. That's all good. That's all good. But dare you utter one thing about this devil death cult. Oh, I, I'm surprised I'm not on the top ten. I mean, you know, come on. And so, I mean, because I think I've said way worse than any of these dudes. Anyway, so then there's Gert Wilders, Dutch politician. And then Lars Vilks, Swedish cartoonist. Now, you notice a lot of these are Danish, Dutch. Swedish these are countries where Islam is in the process of taking over okay I have given you the statistical numbers on when Islam from a population percentage standpoint reaches certain levels in a given country that this will happen and when it when it reaches like fifteen percent this will and it's always more and more and more radical satanic um evil behaviour on the path of Islam. And then you go to countries like Yemen or these other countries in the Middle East where they're you know it's basically like ninety nine percent Islamic or whatever, you know, you just have absolute, total, one hundred percent Sharia barbaric like existence of, of, of like it's like living in a gigantic prison where only Islam is tolerated and anyone else that would go against it would be an Islam and must die. And die in a horrific way. So that all others would know, this is Islam. This is what Islam's goal is for the planet. And so, when you you have a lot of these Dutch and Swedish, the one's a French editor, Stephanie Carbonier, and then another Danish journalist, Fleming Rose. I believe the reason they're so much on the radars: these are countries where Islam is just on or getting to the verge of really, really, really taking over. And they're trying to send a signal to the people, like newspaper people, to um, cartoonists, to editors of newspapers, and things like this. That don't you dare say another word, or you, you're you're going to die. In fact, we're going to kill you anyway. To intimidate the other journalists, the other media people, to keep their mouths shut, so that they can keep their meteoric rise going um, of infiltrating. These societies at all levels. This is why I believe you see a lot of these people. They they can't can't really do that a lot with America because they're not there yet. They're they're not to that percentage yet in America where they would like to be. Whereas in Sweden and in you know the Danish and the Dutch and and these types of areas, they're at a very very much much higher percentage level. So I, I'm. Speculating, but I think that's why. Uh, Then another guy is named Morris Sadiq, a copped Christian who promoted this innocence of Muslims, the video that supposedly caused the Benghazi thing, which was a bunch of garbage. And then author uh, Salman Rushdie, who I believe author of The Satanic Verses. And then another dude named Irin Hershey Ali. Um, Oh, and she doesn't wear, she's some woman that said something that, you know, how dare a woman speak out against Islam. Islam treats women so well. How on God's green earth could any woman ever say anything against Allah or Islam with the wonderful treatment that they get at the hands of this benevolent uh, satanic fallen angel, Allah, and its religion, and its adherence? I mean, come on. Uh, Women have never had it so good. You got to admit, if they're Islamic, they've never had it so good. Anyway, just kidding. Um, While no specific reason is given for their wanted for their being wanted, except for crimes against Islam. Note that Barack Obama's campaign slogan is neatly positioned, reading, yes, we can. <laughs> it sure does. Um, uh, then going further, as for Jones, he has already been condemned and sentenced to death by an Egyptian court for burning the Quran's. You know? Um, so, he's already been sentenced to death in Egypt, but if he ever stepped on Egyptian soil, uh, they, I'm sure they would kill him. They have no problem killing him. So it's no wonder why he, along with other outspoken critics of Islamic jihadists, are openly being targeted. The photo below is courtesy of MEMRI, Middle East Media Research Institute. And they also released calls to assassinate the top U.S., British, French heads of state and politicians. Could you imagine if, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a bunch of Baptists got together and and said, we're going to assassinate U.S., British, and French heads of state and politicians, you know that would be absolute front-page world news. It's okay for Islam to say it, though. They can threaten whoever they want. Oh, they're just... They're innocent. They're just... They're harmless. They wouldn't carry through with any of that, even though they strap nail bombs on their backs and drive into, you know, crowded cafes and stuff like that and blow up buses and stuff like that, kill as many people as possible. Oh, they never act on any of it. They're just good people. You know, why can't we just get that through our heads? So if we read the text below of this particular page that was just referenced here, um, this is from evidently an Islamic uh, organization, the um, Middle East Research Institute. Uh, documented this and they say question i hate the leaders of kafir i want to assassinate the u.s president and the french president and the british prime minister or their ministers this is some dude writing in to to this islamic uh magazine this middle east research institute and he says, this is what he says. He says, I, I, I hate them. I want to assassinate U.S. President, French President, British Prime Minister. Okay. Okay. So what was, the, uh, what was their answer? What was their wonderful Islamic answer? The consultant who answered this says, um, it is easy. If you ask Allah and be true to him, these people have many weak points. Especially during ceremonies, parties, and election campaigns. (laughs) He's basically telling them how to do it. (laughs) And this is like one of their main magazines, okay? He says, bear in mind, they come to and leave from these parties, therefore there must be some means of transport, which is a chance for surveillance or even action, meaning to assassinate them. (laughs) If you think you're unable... Um, then you have your easy targets like Bush, Bill Clinton, or Colin Powell, or Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> this is This is unbelievable. Of course, you can also kill Sarkozy or Tony Blair. <laughs> it's now easy to reach these guys, especially that they aren't in office anymore. <laughs> And then it says, he signs it by saying, Son of Islam, delight the Ummah of Islam, whatever that means. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a letter to the editor to Satan. You know, well, how do I, I really want to kill the president, the prime minister? You know, I'm, I'm kind of down. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit depressed. I'm thinking about taking, like, Islamic Prozac or something. You know, I, I, need, to, I need to kill the infidel. So how do I do it? And, and then he gets this wonderful piece of advice from this... Uh, basically right off the forked tongue of Satan here. And yeah, yeah, he gives them some good advice there. So, um, while some people are saying that this sort of language is part of free speech, I beg to differ. Death threats are not protected speech, and no one has a right to issue death threats of this nature. (laughs) It's just that they're so overtly, in your face, evil. And no other religion on the planet could get away with this. I I mean, I, I don't think... I really don't think any other religion could probably get away with this, like Islam, because they're at such a, especially Christians. Okay, but they're at such a protected status of of it would be like having, it would be like taking Ted Bundy, um, was it John Wayne Gacy, the guy that committed all the the you know all those little boys that that, that he ended up um, raping, torturing, and killing and burying in his basement? John Wayne Gacy. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and having them, like these mass serial killers, okay, and saying, and they have their own little religion. And it's like, that, we enact some law to protect them, to the exclusion of everyone else. You go and you rape and you kill and you torture and you maim all you want. Mr. Gacy and Mr. Bundy and Dahmer, you do that because we're going to give you a protected... It's almost like that's what they've done with Islam. Except they would do it on a much larger scale than those serial killers could ever do it on, because they have millions of adherents. You know, it's that insane, essentially. So, the next report, Muslims living in America should not be bound by U.S. law. According to a leader of the Council on American Relations, this is CARE which we'll be talking a lot about today, Council on American R- Islamic Relations, CARE, which is just another terrorist Islamic group. Okay, They delivered this controversial message to a crowd at a Muslim rally in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. And then it goes on to say, if we are practicing Muslims, we are above the law of the land. Oh, really? The world according to you, Mr. Satan. Thank you for setting us straight. Uh, who said this? Mustafa Carroll, executive director of the Dallas Fort Worth Care Branch because they care. They really do. They care about killing you and raping you and doing all manner of evil to you. That's what they really care about. Anyway, the rally in Austin was part of a nationwide effort to hold Muslim Capital Day events. According to the event website, Muslims from around Texas went to the capital to, quote, promote civic and political activism throughout the wider Muslim community. Could you imagine a group of Americans over in the Middle East going to their capital, like in Qatar or Yemen, or one of these really, really radicalized, and then going there and basically saying, you know what? We are above the law of the land. We are above Sharia law, and we're not bound by it. Because of what, like, let's say they were Christians, what the Bible says. You know they would all be massly round up right then and exterminated and beheaded on the spot. You realize that. But they could do it all day long in America. It's fine. With all of the satanic fruit that this devil cult puts out every day, some of it I've documented today, that's okay. With, with all the in-your-face stuff they do, that's fine. You can say whatever you want. Yes, you are above the law of the land, actually which is what our government's probably going to say the organizer said one major issue discussed was the recent House and Senate bill proposals involving the implementation of anti-sharia legislation oh we don't like that word we don't like that word anti-sharia no we want Sharia we want that good fruit of Islam to permeate our society anyway so they were going they were concerned. Over the implementation of anti Sharia legislation. Um, and now r- remember that concept, anti Sharia legislation, which is something we should be against uh, or for every single time it would rear its ugly head. I mean, as long as it's not connected with like a bill where, you know, some other evil thing is perpetuated. You know, you know how they like tag things onto bills and stuff like that. Anyway, so. This proposals is um, involving the impl- implementation of anti-Sharia legislation where the First Amendment rights and the freedoms of Muslims would ultimately be hindered. Oh, we couldn't have that. They need more freedom to rape, kill, and pillage. I mean, come on. Critics argue Sharia prohibits other faiths from free exercise of religion. Yeah, you better believe it they do. <laughs> so they argue that Sharia prohibits other faiths from free exercise exercise of religion, when enforced, giving freedoms only to the Muslims. Well, that's all that matters. To a Muslim, you other infidel pigs to them. And the infidel, according to their Quran, must be be killed. They they are to be destroyed. They are appointed to an ablazing hell. According to Allah, I've given you all the Quranic quotes before, many times. Straight out of the Quran. You know? So, going further... Carol's statement was similar to a statement allegedly made by CARE co-founder and former chairman Omar Almed. He was paraphrased by a reporter saying, Islam isn't in America to be equal with any other faith, but to become dominant, end of quote. Exactly. Thank you. I wish they would all talk in those terms. Of course, our politically correct maggot press essentially would suppress every bit of it, the prostitutes or whatever. They would suppress every bit. Oh, no, no, we can't say that. No, no, no. We, we're we're going to let evil perpetuate. We're going we're gonna to let these, these disgusting butchers come in and perpetuate this satanic cult. No, that's, I, guess, I guess that's better to them. So, um, it says Islam isn't to be equal to any of the faith, but to become dominant. And the Quran should be the highest authority in America. And Islam, the only accepted religion on earth. This is all of their goals. You can say, well, it's not a goal of the moderate Muslims. Oh, yes, it will be. Oh, yes, it will be. And it probably is for most of them. They just don't have the spine yet to do it. Now, you go to a place like um, Yemen or whatever, where it's like almost 100% Islamic rule, guaranteed there's probably not a lot of people that would say they were moderate Muslims there. Why? Because they're being pressured and forced by the radical elements which are being much more true or fundamental to the Quran and the other unholy books and writings and other whatever fatwas that have been issued by the uh, Islamic clerics and these types of people. They're being much more true to the essence of Islam, which is to wage jihad or holy war against the infidel and to kill them and to drive them into the sea particularly to the Jew first and then the other infidels after that's the essence of true Islam Okay, so just because somebody's a moderate in a in an environment like this doesn't mean they're not going to turn totally radical when the time comes. The Bible says that Allah, or not the Bible, actually the Bible could say this, but the Quran even says that Allah was the best of deceivers. And that's why the Quran authorizes its adherents to also be the best of deceivers for Allah. Meaning they come in like they're this little innocent, cute little bunny. Oh, we wouldn't hurt anybody. And they're nothing more than a ravening, rabid, foaming at the mouth wolf, inwardly. Okay? That's what they are. They just haven't had time to fully manifest that. You go to other countries right now where that's happening or in the process of, like France, Sweden, the Danes, these types of things, and you look at those societies and how they're really starting to show their radical elements, that's what's going to happen in every society. And, they, it, and the Quran encourages this type of satanic behavior, to be the best of deceivers. Can you imagine if Jesus Christ said that to his disciples? you deceive in order to get people saved. You know, it's insane. But this is par for the course for them. Carroll is on record defending Hamas, which is a terrorist group. Um, at CARES Dallas Banquet in 2007, Carroll denied the Quran is the source of, denied that the Quran is the source of terrorism. Huh. As I've just quoted, if they're true to the Quran, they will have to commit acts of terrorism. Uh, look at the true cause of terrorism, he says. It's not somebody reading a book, reading a Quran, and then they go out and say, well, the Quran told me to blow this up, even though it does say that. I'm, I'm going to blow it up, and so I'm going to blow it up. The cause, the root cause of terrorism is Oppression. The root cause of terrorism, then, is just oppression. He says it twice. Oh, okay. So you say oppression. So that's what's forcing these guys to gang-rape the Syrian women and to cut out the soldiers' hearts and eat them in their liver because they feel oppressed. They've got a lot of pent-up frustration because of their oppression. No, they're not getting their way. They're not getting Sharia quick enough. They're not, and and Allah wants that whole, I mean, he wants you to kill and destroy and and to do all these things in his name. Because he's Satan, essentially. He's of Satan. He's a fallen angel, I believe. That serves Satan. So, you know, but they're saying it's just oppression. I say it's demonic possession which is what causes this type of behavior. What other thing could you attribute it to? From the very earliest age, literally in the crib, they are fed nothing but hate. Hate, hate, hate. Kill hate. The infidel. I mean, they're literally, they whisper this stuff to their babies. It's in their their sick cartoons they show to their kids growing up to kill and slay the infidel. They'll be all like jumping around like in some romper room environment, Sesame Street, and they'll be screaming, we're going to die for Allah and stuff like this. I've played those clips before. This is a sick, debased, degenerate uh, generation of uh, a cult, of people that believe this stuff. And yes, I pray if it be possible their souls be saved. But when you're this demonically possessed, there's not a whole lot of chance that's going to happen unless God intervenes. And I know he has intervened in certain instances. But for the most part, obviously, it's not going to happen. Why? Because broad is the way which leadeth it to destruction. Many there be that go thereat. at. Narrow is the way to life eternal, and few there be that find it. Okay, so obviously they're heading down the broad way, the satanic path. Uh, toward hell. And yet they think they're all going to paradise. Next report. A new report from CBN reveals that Al Qaeda publication is a- advising would be terrorists how to best start forest fires to burn America up. <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. The English language magazine Inspire, that was the one that just had the, uh, 10 most wanted death list. Terry Jones being at the highest and with a gun point his head and, uh, you know, simulated brains coming out the other side. Um, The same wonderful magazine, Inspire, uh, is published by Al-Qaeda in Yemen. A recent edition offered an article called Open Source Jihad. It includes pictures, diagrams, and explanations on how to start fires to obtain the most damage. I mean, these are just good people. How could we ever argue that? CBN analyst Eric Stakelbeck, said the extreme detail provides reason for concern. Oh, really? Hmm, I don't see why there'd be reason for concern. Can you imagine, again, if a Christian group came out with this? Ways to start forest fires? Front page news, man. All over America. Stop the presses. Obama calls out the National Guard, goes against any Christian. I mean, they they would love for this to happen. Absolutely love it. But the Islamists can get away with it all day long. Uh, and they'll be protected. Their information, he said, is all designed to cause the maximum amount of carnage and death. The article said, "Quote: In America, there are more houses built in the countryside than in the cities, which is not true. But anyway, it is difficult to choose the better a better place than in the valleys of Montana, where the population increases rapidly. So, in other words, I guess a valley in Montana." you know, where there's a high population, but yet yeah, probably a lot of trees at the same time, that'd be a great place to, to get maximum carnage going. So again, just more wonderful fruit from Islam. Next um, report, a new Al-Qaeda guidebook for extremists, this is another one, uh, written in English, aims to incite homegrown lone wolves into carrying out small-scale terrorist attacks inside the United States and other Western countries, using materials... As easily, be, as easily obtainable as motor or cooking oil, sugar and matches, to trigger massive traffic accidents, devastating fires, and bomb explosions. This was NBC that reported this. Okay? This book includes homemade pipe bombs and how to build timers for them and how to use your Ford pickup to mow down a crowd. Isn't that special? I mean, you know, how can you argue with such wonderful fruit You know, Jesus said, by their fruit you shall know them. I mean, all I've cited is Islamic fruit. And um, they're just all demon-possessed. And only going to get worse, after reading through the entire book, something occurred to me. This book did not seem as though it was written by someone of a foreign language and then translated. The book gave me the feeling as though it was written by someone in the U.S., possibly a government agency, to further push along the domestic terrorist threat and and lone gunman theory. Well, that's true, but if it came out of Yemen through their Inspire magazine, they'd have to have a mole in Inspire magazine in order to do that, which maybe they do. I don't know. I mean, the CIA created Al-Qaeda for this whole thing, okay? Because they want this carnage. They realize that Islam is the perfect vehicle to bring about order out of chaos. Okay? Order Ab abqao the motto of the 30-30-degree 30, 30 Freemason. They want to bring their new word order out of the chaos, okay? And Islam are the perfect vehicle to do that. Because they can point them in a certain direction and say, yeah, yeah, okay. And then they can grease the skids for these terroristic events to happen and then ultimately impose martial law, lockdown on America, where, you know, we lose all of our rights totally. And I believe Islam could be the ultimate tool to bring that about. Or at least one of them. Um, So... It said, "Would our government produce such damaging propaganda to gain more control of our already fading freedoms?" <laughs> of course they would. Of course they would. And they're, they're, our government is in absolute lockstep with Islam in this regard. Okay, even though we say we're fighting against them, we supply them with weapons, we empower them. We, we all these governments that have been toppled in the Middle East in the last two, three, four years, or whatever, and their puppet dictators removed. All of those guys were not near as radical as what has been installed in their place. Again, that was all by design. I reported on that many times. They have a more radical, radical Islamic leadership that is more bent on the destruction of Israel, and when World War III happens, they're going to be much more unified as a result of moving all removing all of these puppet dictators who weren't who weren't so radical, near as radical, as what is being installed now. They had half a brain in their head, some of them, and said, you know, do we really want to go against Israel with her capabilities? And then if America's on their side, do we really want to go that route? Well, now they just got brainless psychopaths that they've installed that are going to do, whenever that goes down, man, they're all going to be in unison together. And again, as I said, in order to bring about the Imam Mani, their awaited savior, the Shiites believe it has to be done through maximum bloodshed and carnage of the infidels. So, um, next report. Terrorist super access to strike within the U.S. imminent attacks planned by Al Qaeda, Quiz forces, and Hezbollah. Iran has given the go-ahead to operatives of three terroristic groups that have infiltrated the United States to carry out missions, including what is expected to be a, a, a Mumbai-style attack on a hotel where innocent bystanders would be killed. World Daily Net, World Net Daily has learned a full report with many details of the missions have been passed on to U.S. officials. Three targets have been chosen within America for imminent attack, and the terror teams have now cut communications with the operational center in Iran, which is a sign they are moving ahead with the attacks, according to a high-level intelligence officer within the Islamic regime. See, this Boston bombing, which was supposedly pulled off by Islamists or whatever, when, again, that was such a farce and debacle, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I, I put out newsletters on it, but there's no way I'm even going to try to, to go into that. It's just... It's just like Sandy Hook, just like the Aurora shooting, they're getting, it's like they're just getting sloppier every time something happens. It's so many smoking guns pointing to our own government, and yet, you know, it's all suppressed by the press, and oh, no, no, these guys were all was lone gunmen, they just did it on their own, and this and that, yeah, right. Well, anyway, they can always blame it on Islam in that regard. Uh, Not to say they're not evil, because they are truly evil, and they would be chomping at the bit to do this. When they're finally given the green light and all these terror cells are activated, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. And they're all here, prepositioned already, and have been here for years. I think they're going to release so many different biologicals, whether it's anthrax, whether it's whatever, they're going to release. I can't even imagine the chaos when they finally get the green light to go and and they're here been here government's even documented have have played clips of news reports where you know they're basically in a protected status though for the sake of political correctness um so going further it says a full report with many of the details of the missions has been passed on to u.s officials Three target that's kind of pointless when they're the ones that are greasing the skids for this to happen. Three targets have been chosen within America for imminent attack, and the terror teams have now cut communication with the operational center in iran i'm sorry you read that if only one of the attacks occurs, the regime will consider the operation a success. The source said Tehran believes um, an attack would not be traced back to Iran due, the, to, due to the nationalities of the operators. Now remember that why are you such little cowards Iran if, if you're doing this for Allah why wouldn't you want the whole world to know that you attacked America the great Satan you know you little slime buckets why why would you why would you want to do that because you're cowards you know I, I, that's all I can really think but he said because of the um, uh, an attack would not be traced back to the Iran due to the nationalities of the operators now remember that for the next article I'm going to get into One of the planned attacks resembles a Mumbai attack of 2008, the source added, in which a hotel was targeted, hostages were taken, and 164 people were killed over several days. India alleges Pakistan used proxies to carry out the Mumbai attack so it wouldn't be traced back to Pakistan, just as Iran now is using proxies to hide its current terrorism. The information provided by the source provides details of a new jihadist coalition where they focused on creating instability in the U.S. Now, this stuff could happen anytime. And again, I say a lot of these things so that you know how to pray and to pray against certain things. And this would definitely be something to pray against because this is pure wickedness, obviously. As World Net Daily reported exclusively on April 22nd, the regime's Uh, Quid's forces have done extensive planning on gatherings and events and high-value targets in the U.S. Now, to this report from WorldNet Daily, there was an update that said on Tuesday, which was this last Tuesday, because this report just came out this week, the source provided additional new information on the terrorists planned for a major attack. That is to take place within weeks and is planned to be, quote, spectacular, using a new method. So... You know, something to pray against. Uh, if there is some attack, you might have heard it here first from some Islamic element, and then they could they could what they could do is piggyback on the whole thing that happened on the Boston Marathon bombings and say, "Oh, see, this is you know," and then give them the excuse to take away more of our rights. Um, next report, and again, this totally segues from the last report. Seven people from Pakistan, Singapore, and Saudi Arabia, not Iran, were caught trespassing in the middle of the night at a reservoir from which Boston draws its drinking water. The report by a local CBS affiliate noted that the five men and two women said they were chemical engineers and were in the area because of their education and career interests. Yeah, they were just there in the middle of the night because of their education and career uh, interests. World Net Daily reported that the FBI alleged a Muslim man who was arrested in a recent terror plot in New York was planning to kill as many as 100,000 people by contaminating the air or water supply in a major U.S. city. One of the other things that they've planned to do is to fly over cities in small planes and have what they call a venturi um, on the plane, which they're going to pour in some Homemade biological agents like anthrax or something, where they can literally dust the city with it, or they can even hook up these venturies on their on their vehicles and go down the road and have them at the back and basically be feeding this thing while it's, it's aerosolizing in onto the onto the interstates and stuff like that. That's another way they can. I learned that way back before I ever ever started my ministry back in like oh my word probably like two thousand seven. I was aware of that. Um, that was one of the ways I started learning about colloidal silver because it was actually a remedy to, to some of what they were, some of these biological agents that they were putting out. Anyway, um, so in the more recent case, authorities in Belchertown, Mass., told CBS that seven the seven were trespassing at the Quabbin Reservoir, described as one of the country's biggest man made public water supplies. I mean, what would they be doing there in the middle of the night? And they're all of Pakistani, Singapore, and Saudi Arabian origin. Remember what Iran just said? That when this happens, it's going to be done in such a way where you can't trace trace it back to Iran because they're such cowards? Wouldn't that totally line up with what I just talked about? Again, reason to pray. you know Because I believe God can avert a lot of these things. Or can avert all of them, obviously. Uh, but if nobody knows about it to pray about it, well, you know. Anyway, um... The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, like the Bible says. Next report. U.S. warned Al-Qaeda hit squads coming. Uh, A senior Iranian Revolutionary Guard commander has warned America and Europe that Al-Qaeda operatives will soon attack them. Again, I don't know how much more telegraphing they could do of their punch, of their potential punches. And a source in the Islamic regime's intelligence ministry told World Net Daily that another terror team is about to enter the United States. And again, they can just come up through the border. I, I've, I've documented that, that a lot of these illegal aliens that come up, thats just that's part, but a big part, are these literal Islamic terrorists that have been born, bred, raised to go on these suicide missions, that they're coming up through our unprotected borders and getting right into the America and they already have their little terror cells waiting for them and and that's where they're going and that, that one news report I cited it was out of Atlanta that they went there and documented they were finding like um, discarded is, uh, Arabic literature and, and terroristic literature that were like being discarded along the way they were finding this stuff coming into you know and the Mexicans aren't going to be bringing that or, or the illegal aliens from Central or whatever America they're not going to be bringing that stuff So uh, it's all being set into place for the right time when the right trigger maximum shock and awe. And this could be in conjunction with many other things going on simultaneously, like maybe a pandemic, false flag nuclear event, cataclysmic events, earthquakes, whatever tsunamis, whatever type of cataclysmic weather and they have a lot of ability to, to manipulate that as well as I've documented in many other... It could also be in conjunction with the starting of World War III. I think that would be the most likely scenario because if um, World War III started, it would give Islam the green light to do whatever they wanted to do to the great it would be the It would be the time where they would want to attack America because they would want to try to disable America from helping Israel. Okay, that could be the excuse. If they just attacked in mass right now, uh, it's not like okay, yeah. A couple weeks ago, we could have been right on the verge of war when Israel took out that Syrian, the Syrian targets and things like that. Okay, that could have been escalated into World War III. True, but it didn't. At least at this point, it hasn't. When the right trigger comes, though, there it's not going to be a shock to the American public if Israel goes to war with the Middle East and then the Middle East, through its operatives, which are already prepositioned, its terroristic operatives that are already prepositioned in many, many terror cells in America go gonzo and essentially pull out all the stops and do a a lot of these terroristic events to kill and maim the maximum amount of Americans, which will instantly institute martial law overnight. I'm saying that's that could be one of the scenarios, and it seems to be a scenario that they're definitely gearing up for. Um, so um, a source in the Islamic regime's intelligence ministry told Worldnet daily that another terror. Team is about to enter the United States. Should the West not accept Iran's rights to nu- its own nuclear program within six months, the terrorists will attack, he said. The potential targets in the U.S. include high-voltage towers to create blackouts, cell phones, water supplies, public transportation, and various buildings belonging to the Defense Department and the military. And again, we know about all these things. The, the way technology is now, we know exactly. They're all going, they're, they're like this big, useful idiot that is going to be triggered at the right time to do Satan's bidding to help ultimately bring about a one-world government. But that, that New World Order is only going to come about through order out of chaos. New World Order out of the chaos they're going to create. And all the stuff with the Boston bombing and all the stuff that's led up to it, this is just, these are just little trial runs. That's all they are. They're just trying to perfect what they're ultimately going to do on a mass grand scale. That's all they are. Okay, so I wish I had better news. But remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, ever making intercession for the saints. And we are, um, we have to go to him for our protection. You know, we need to have faith that he can protect us. And again, the Bible says, pray that you escape all the things that are coming upon this world and to stand before the Son of Man. Jesus Christ said that. So this is why he said that. Not to say that there's not people that aren't going to get caught up in this or suffer or ultimately be martyred. I'm not saying that either. But we also need to have the faith to believe that the Lord Jesus Christ can and is always capable of protecting us or taking us through whatever adversity we might come to. So, the source said six u s politicians who have prompted tougher measures against the regime are on the his, are on the hit list. Um, oh, could you imagine they start taking out politicians? Oh, talk about martial law quick um, and along with such targets as the Washington National Cathedral, well, that'd be a good start <laughs> considering the apostate den of evil that is there. Anyway, um, the Washington National Cathedral, the Lincoln Memorial in D.C., and the Metropolitan Museum of Arts in New York. Okay, now remember, on all of these articles, I'm just giving you the high points. I give you a link to the source article. If you want to read more about that, a lot of times I'm only covering a small percentage of it, but I'm trying to do cover the maximum amount of news to get you up to speed as quickly as possible, because obviously... You know, it takes a lot of work to put together a 22 page PDF or whatever I'm doing on a weekly basis, anywhere from 10 to 25 pages typically. And um, you can only cover so much, and, and, and I have to really try to blitz these subjects to get through them as quick. So, here's the next report. Look who's in high U.S. government. And we have a picture here Muslim Brotherhood infiltrates the Obama administration. Six American Islamic activists who work with the Obama administration are Muslim Brotherhood, essentially terrorists. Okay, Muslim Brotherhood equals terrorism. Terrorists. Okay, jihad, whatever. They are Muslim Brotherhood operatives who enjoy strong influences over U.S. policy. And this is from investigateproject.org. Here's pictures of them. Um, And they are Arif al Assistant Secretary for the Policy Development for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's not going to be favorable to the uh, Islamic element. Remember, all of these are prepositioned there by design, but by Satan, to allow Islamic infiltration of our government, at the highest level. We have a Muslim president, okay? He was brought up in Islam. You just don't deconvert from Islam. He admits that he was brought up in Islam. He's admitted that he wears an Islamic ring, okay. That's been documented. I've shown you pictures of it. I give you another picture here, um, actually a little bit later in the study that shows the ring on his finger, and it's obviously got Arabic characters, and it's a it's a ring that they wear, Islamists wear to show their allegiance to Allah. I believe the rings, the the, the Islamic characters on the ring, has something to do with Allah. Okay, he is a a closet. Islamist. Period. Okay? Now I understand, yes, he's New World Order, his goal, he's part of the Illuminati. But he is a Muslim. Okay? This devil president in office right now is a Muslim and he has installed many, many Muslims in very, very high places in order to bring about this Islamic infiltration that the Illuminati wants to bring about. Because it's evil, and they want evil at any cost. Okay, same reason they're promoting the gay, lesbian, by, bi, by, sexual, transgender agenda. They want evil. Okay. Um, next guy, Mohammed Elbari, Homeland Security Advisor. I mean, this is who we want in Homeland Security. Considering that's going to be the boot across the uh, necks of the law-abiding Americans. Homeland Security. Yeah, we want to get a lot of Muslims in there, you know, so they can do the maximum amount of damage. Uh, Rashid Hussan, Special Envoy to the Organization of Islamic Conference. There's pictures of him here in this little picture. Uh, Salim al-Marati, he's Obama's advisor, founder of the Muslim Public Affairs Council and its current executive director. Imam Mohammed Magdid, who is Obama's Sharia czar. Sharia. Sharia law? Yeah. Because ultimately that's what they want to bring about here. Um, is, he's part of the Islamic Society of North America. Ibu Patel, who is the Advisory Council on Faith-Based Neighborhood Partnerships. Oh, isn't that special? And unfortunately, they forgot the boss, Barack Hussein Obama. They should have him in there as well, because he's, he's the chief kingpin. And these are just six, guys. I mean, there's there's way more than six. Okay, so the, the next report uh, is Obama is clearing the ranks of those who warn about jihad and filling it with Muslims. Again, here we have more proof of this very thing. Okay? Uh, so he's clearing the ranks of anybody that would be against Islam or women about jihad, you know, and he's filling it with Muslims, of course. I mean, that's what we should be doing, right? The US Air Force has confirmed to the Clarion Project that it paid nearly $5,000 for advertisements in a magazine of the Islamic Society of North America, uh, or ISNA, a is the first organization mentioned in a 1991 Muslim Brotherhood. Remember that they're the terrorists. They were the first organization mentioned in this terroristic memo's list of organizations and organizations of our friends. So, ISNA, who the Air Force just paid $5,000 to advertise in their magazine, is a friend or an organization of the Muslim Brotherhood. Going back all the way back to 1991. The same memo describes its work in America as a kind of grand jihad or holy war, and you know, in the jihad, they kill the infidels. Okay, so that's their um, their their work in America is a kind of jihad in eliminating and destroying Western civilization from within. I mean, that's not inflammatory statement. I mean, that seems it seems um, pretty passive. I'd say there's there's no aggression there. Uh, of this wonderful magazine. They only want to uh, work in America as a kind of grand jihad by eliminating and destroying Western civilization from within. That's all. I mean, is that too much to ask for a loving Allah, moon devil god? I don't think so. We all need to reassess things. I really think we do. Anyway, declassified FBI memos revealed that ISNA was identified as a Muslim Brotherhood front as early as 1987, the Justice Department labeled ISNA as an unindicted co-conspirator in the terrorism financing trial of the Holy Land Foundation, a Muslim Brotherhood entity that was, shutting, uh, that was shut down for funding Hamas. So again, this magazine has some really good holy ties, you know. And, and, they, and the, the Air Force should be spending thousands of dollars to advertise in it, to recruit Muslim chaplains. Because that's what they're advertising for. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Here's the picture. And it says are this is the actual picture that the Air Force is paying thousands of dollars the actual advertisements that they're paying thousands of dollars to advertise in this blatant terroristic Muslim magazine and it says are you called to serve those serving and it has a picture of a, a dark-skinned man uh, who looks Arabic probably and he's wearing one of those beanie Muslim beanie things and he's he's dressed he looks like he's a lieutenant. And he's dressed in military fatigues, and I can't read the fine print, but it says U.S. Air Force. And so they're recruiting Muslim chaplains now. Actively recruiting terroristic Muslim chaplains, the Air Force is quoted saying the Islamic Society of North America is one of the many religious organizations recognized by the Department of Defense that satisfy the ecclesiastical requirements to endorse qualified religious ministry professionals to serve as chaplains within the military departments. End of quote. Thank you, Air Force. You are so loyal. You're a patriotic. This is just unbelievable. So, this ad ran twice in Islamic Horizons magazine to create awareness for Air Force chaplain recruiting efforts in the Muslim community, and it cost $4,800 in total. So, again, Muslims are always seeking to infiltrate high institutions of the infidels so that they can destroy the infidel from within, because Allah, their God, is the best of deceivers. So that's what they're all about, and this is just more evidence of that. And here we have the Air Force encouraging that type of behavior. Whereas now, you can't even utter the name of Jesus or point to him in any way, shape, or form, as I documented in the last teaching, or you will be dishonorably... No, you'll be criminally prosecuted now, potentially, and charged with treason, which ultimately could be said... Punishable by death if you mention Jesus Christ or try to proselytize, meaning lead something to the Lord, as I documented in the last teaching. That that's that's forbidden now. How don't you dare mention the name of Jesus Christ. But you can you can be a Muslim chaplain all day long and proselytize and you know do whatever you want, you know? I mean, that's all good. It's all fair. So the next report. Um Three families of Navy SEAL Team 6 Special Forces servicemen, along with one family of an Army National Guardsman, appeared at a press conference on May 9, 2013, to disclose never-before-revealed information about how and why their sons, along with 26 others, died in a fatal helicopter crash in Afghanistan on August 6, 2011, just a few months after the supposedly successful raid on the compound of Osama bin Laden. Now, I emphasize the how and the why part because I don't believe they have a clue why they were killed because, number one, Osama bin Laden had been dead for 10 years. The people that supposedly did this raid knew this. And they knew whatever went down that day, they didn't kill Osama bin Laden who had been dead for like 10 years. Okay. Guy was uh, dying of Marfan's disease back in the early... 2,000 area, okay, which is a death sentence, okay. He was on dialysis at our hospitals, and that was reported in the French press after 9/11, okay. I mean, (laughs) anyway, I've reported on all the stuff in the past. I can't get into that right now, but but as far as the why of why they were killed, okay, they were killed because they don't want any witnesses. This was the supposed SEAL team that had took out Osama bin Laden. Well. They're going to kill them because they don't want any witnesses that would ever come out in the future and say, "Yeah, we did it," or "No, it never happened." <laughs> That's why. Well, anyway, going further, also how military brass invited a Muslim cleric to the funeral for the fallen Navy SEAL Team Six, who disparaged in Arabic the memory of these servicemen. Now, this just um, this just came out this last week. How he disparaged the memory of these servicemen by damning them as infidels to Allah. Um, A video of the Muslim cleric's prayer will be shown with a certified translation. So they brought in a Muslim cleric who shouldn't even have been there to this Navy SEAL funeral thing and he damned them to uh, an eternal blazing hell essentially through Allah. But he spoke in Arabic nobody knew what he was saying. (laughs) So they finally figured this out and translated it and found out that this is what the guy was doing. Anyway, this just happened this last week. Um, If you want to watch the video, I'll give you a link there. Uh, This is just the garbage that it's just becoming every day. I mean, all the stuff I'm reporting on, none of this should surprise us anymore. It's gotten so satanic. Now, here is the picture of Barack Obama wearing that ring I told you about. And he's got it up to his face. You see it clearly on his ring. And the ring has been zeroed in on and magnified. And um, it is this ring that says, I believe no God but Allah is the Arabic symbols on the ring. And he has been caught with this ring. It's been in many, many, many pictures that he has taken. And this one looks like while he was actually president. So um, you actually see close-ups of that. I've reported on that in the past as well. Next report. CIA delivers tens of millions of dollars to Afghan drug lords and the Taliban. Uh, for more than a decade, wads of American dollars packed into suitcases, backpacks, and on occasion plastic shopping bags have been dropped off every month or so at the offices of the Afghanistan president, courtesy of the Central Intelligence Agency. So like I said, the CIA funds a lot of these terroristic organizations. It's been known. They were the ones, our, our own government, our own military, was uh, one of the main reasons they were in Afghanistan is to literally guard the poppy fields. I've played the reports interviewing like the general that was guarding the poppy. And their excuse was, well, if we burn the poppy fields, they wouldn't have any job. Well, that, that sounds good to me. I mean, no, they're taking the drugs, bringing them into America, and our military is literally guarding that whole thing so that can happen. And then the government's actually making profits off the drugs. This this goes back to the first time I heard about this was with Clinton when he was the governor of Arkansas and how he was dro- flying the drugs into Mena, Arkansas, um, so they could be distributed in mass throughout the country. Why would they want to do that? Well, they can create a drug-dependent, dumbed down. Obviously, many people are going to overdose and die a lot quicker. All serves their agenda. They can make millions of dollars of off-the-books money that they don't have to account for, that they can sink into their own pockets and into other black projects. That's why they would do it. If you don't believe it, look up the Clinton Chronicles. That was one of the, the, the um, movies. I literally bought that. It was a VHS tape way back when, and it got into the absolute unbelievable body trail of bodies surrounding Bill and Hillary Clinton. And this was just up until the time when they like were in office. This goes back into their... When he was governor in Arkansas, and it goes into the whole Mena-Arkansas thing, flying drugs in, and... I mean, you know. This is how wicked and evil and corrupt our government is at the highest levels. It just is. Okay? So, um... The Clinton Chronicles. I've never had anybody come to me and refute it. <laughs> Goes into all the the people that died surrounding them, and all the su- suspicious circumstances and why they would have been killed. And oh, I mean, it's a it's a laundry list of dead people. Who knows how big the list is now? So, um, yeah, they they. Um, We've been bringing wads of American dollars packed into suitcases, backpacks, and on occasion plastic shopping bags have been dropped off every month or so at the offices of the Afghan president, courtesy of the CIA. All told, tens of millions of dollars have flowed from the CIA to the office of President Hamid Karzai, according to current and former advisors to the Afghan leader. We called it ghost money said Khalil Roman, who served as Mr. Karzai's deputy chief of staff from 2002 to 2005. Quote, it came in secret and it left in secret. The CIA, which declined to comment for this article, imagine that, uh, has long been known to support some relatives and close aides of Mr. Karzai, but the new accounts of the -the off-the-books cash delivered directly to his office show payments on a vaster scale and with a far greater impact on everyday governing Some American officials said the cash has fueled corruption and empowered warlords. See, in other words, they fund both sides. We got our troops over there supposedly fighting the bad guys, and they're funding the warlords that are fighting our guys. That way they can create this war. Whereas if the other side wasn't funded by our own money, they might quickly run out of bullets or ammunition or weapons and be overwhelmed by our guys they create the war order out of chaos the hegelian dialectic it's like democrat republican they feed both sides they're all you know so this is what we're dealing with here this is how the illuminati operates standard, standard operating procedure so the biggest source of corruption in afghanistan one american official said was the united states of course so again just more proof of our collusion with islam you know, uh, let's see here where are we at. at. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and stop part two here. And we're going to go to part three. Looks like we might be in for a four-part teaching today. And we'll come back for part three next. God bless you.